Welcome everyone to Voice of the Valley here in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm your host Dave Bell, 428-9494. That's the phone number from 928-428-9494. I get to turn my headphones up as loud as I want because nobody else is wearing them. Yay, I'm deaf. Um, I've got a full studio today, so we are just going to jump right in. Happy Friday, everybody. Vance Bryce is here with the Chamber of Commerce. Yes, I know Tuesday is normally Chamber Day, but we're making Friday Chamber Day because you brought a ton of people with. We had we had kind of a cool thing happen um, last week. I was in a Southern Arizona Sports Tourism and Film Authority meeting, and we got to meet some filmmakers, some film professionals. So we've got Jessica Peel-Scott. And, oh my gosh. Lynette Shore. Lynette Shore, thank you so much. My brain, one of you all forget every time. (laughs) Um, And there are film uh, professionals. They are based in Tucson. And I got to hear from them in the board meeting. We're talking about doing workforce development. So that's finding employees and finding work. Um, We were talking about that. And I said, hey, Eastern Arizona College is doing a play next week. You should come see it come see our town, come meet some of our talented people that are in stage design, art classes, anything that a film would need. Because I think some of these students have really good skills. Now what they need is connection into the industry. And so that's what the next the next place for them in an entry-level position at some point. So really excited to have them. They're here today. What is the name of the consortium that and get the mics as close to you as possible? You see, these are behind the scenes, folks. Yeah, no, yeah. I tried to put a camera. I tried to put them on camera like several times yesterday, and it was so unnatural for them. <laughs> <laughs> they they do everything before filming starts, right? Absolutely, and yeah. during filming, and yeah. during filming, but before, but we never are in front ever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, right, right. So, like little background: um, who is uh, set design? I'm the set designer. You're I'm set. actually a production designer and an oh. art director. Oh, okay. Um, My apologies. Des- no, no. It's it's great to clarify it because everybody you know, nobody would know. So a set designer in my is a person within my department, in the art department, and they um, do the actual drawings of the sets if we're building sets and having things designed. And Lynette got her start on Raising Arizona. Yeah. Oh, believe me, I I IMDB'd both of you. <laughs> And, and I want to say, and I keep saying this to my wife, these are real folks. They've got real credits. This isn't like Dave who did like extra work on some TV show once, you know. It's work. It's it is work. work. Yeah. It, it did not get me a set card, so it doesn't count. Um, no, I, I mean, your credits are, are phenomenal. You guys have really great films under your belt. Thank you. We've been doing it for quite a while. Yeah. Long time. So we have uh, have production design and we have costuming. Correct. I'm Jessica. I do costumes. And the third principal does um, location scouting. He wasn't able to make it this time. Which, quite frankly, is the one that we're excited about. Nothing personal. (laughs) We want to bring film productions here. I sit on the tourism committee for Vance and our downtown association uh, group. Oh, by the way, Brandon Erickson Moen is also here. Yes, and I was supposed to say that too. Yeah, he's starring in uh, an experiment with an air pump, which is tonight and tomorrow. Those are the last two shows? Yep, we have tonight and tomorrow is the last two Give them the one. Yeah, Yeah, so tonight and tomorrow are the last two shows that we have going on for this one. Uh, And and as we saw, or as we heard, Jessica and Lynette went to go see the production. Wonderful. We had a great time. Um, 
So uh, I, and believe me, I'm going to hit you up for something uh, at the end. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when when yeah, Vance but... told me you were coming, I'm like, all right, I need to ask a favor. Uh, and I will. Okay. Uh, good, good luck, Van- Jessica. <laughs> I organize a comic convention. We do cosplay. Uh, uh, we, would, we would love to have an expert as oh, a judge. Come and have, oh. And be our guest. Yes. So. That would be I will fun. Not, I will not sing that. I am not Jerry Orbach. <laughs> really? Nobody? Come no. on, you're an actor. you got to know Jerry Orbach. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. We're like, what? Okay, I just have to comment right now. When everyone, when there's dead air, whenever you say something, it's not just Vance being young. It's actually obscure. I'm just telling Radioland that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> he, was, he was on Law and Order. He was dad in... in, in um, Woody Allen. Oh, wasn't he on a Woody Allen show? Too? Oh, he, he was in a Woody Allen yeah, movie. A no, I was thinking on Law and Order. Did you ever work on Law and Order? No, 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 he he was a regular. I worked on CSI, and she everybody was CSI. on CSI. Everyone. <laughs> he was the dad in Dirty Dancing. Oh, Jerry Orbach, him. come yeah. on! Oh, sorry, and he was the, I knew who he was. He was the voice I to, of. I had to play young right now. So I, was like, <laughs> I don't know either. Who are you talking about? The voice of Millier. Mil- uh, Lumiere, the Lumiere. voice of Lumiere. Yeah, he was in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. You see, now I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Ah. <laughs> That's right. Come on. Yeah, bring it into the Disney stratosphere and then people will get it. Um, so tell me, uh, how have you, first of all, how have you enjoyed your, your, boy, how's that for a setup? Have you enjoyed your visit to the, to the Gila Valley here? Oh, I've loved, I have absolutely loved it. I was blown away, really and truly, by the college and the high school and all that they have to offer. It, it's the facilities. It, its facilities are, are unbelievable, amazing. I, I had, we had no idea this was here. If I had had that, I think I would have done so many different things. I mean, just the options that the, all the students have, both high school and college. I mean, it's incredible. It's really yeah. I, really, I did hear a rumor that. One of the high school students might be working with you on an intern basis. That there may have been an offer of internment internship. <laughs> uh, Haley Kandari over at the high school. Um, she. Well, <clears throat> if I should have, I think we we opened it up that we will try to find there places. Okay. We didn't really place anyone. Oh, okay, all right. We were really just letting kids know that and students know that if if there are productions that come come in, even in Tucson, or there's some way to get them, we will. And we're going to try to work with the film office of Tucson, Tucson Film Office, and, you know, help that. Tucson, but, yeah. And I think one thing that we tried to communicate, and even last night when we were in the car afterwards, I thought there's it's hard to describe to someone who has always known a profession as being, I come in at nine, I leave at five when you grow up. This from what they're saying is like a 12 week, 24 week sprint. And then you're off for a couple months and then you do it again and then you do it again and then you, and sometimes longer, six months. Yeah. Right now we're on a year cause we're on a strike. Right. Yep. So, so it's not a regular, it's a, it's a gig based, not more much. than a gig cause you're. Well, we're free. I've been freelance for my whole career. So since raising Arizona, I have not, yeah. I think I had one stint where I was in the, in the quote unquote real world. Um, at an ad agency, but really, it's but films tend to be kind of a six-month gig, yeah, and they're long. The TV series I did tended to be mm, more like seven yeah. or eight months. Yeah, but and you're working anywhere from ten to eighteen hours a day. And because we had one qu- student ask a question, like, "What positions are open right now?" 
And they answered, you know, we have to have a workforce before a film. It's almost chicken and egg. We have to have people that can work for the film before it'll come. But then you don't have work until it does come. And so you guys, but you guys have lived that yeah. for your whole careers. You, you wait and then you rush, 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 rush. And then you wait. <laughs> well, yeah. or you do other things in between. So, you know, like right now during the strike, I do interior design for the real world. So I'll do a lot of those houses and in the you know Los Angeles and then Tucson and Phoenix and then and then jump back and then there's also the world of commercials so yes. commercials are kind of our savior um, because if you can't get on a movie and they're not being made and there are some local commercials that aren't SAG actors then you can work on them yeah I've so, done a couple of commercials in Tucson yeah thank you truly Noli yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, industrial films are are not SAG after all, are they. Yeah, well, they can be. They can. But okay. I sure haven't done those in all really long. I, I think those long. are Phoenix. Yeah, I, I know some people that any. do them in Phoenix, but yeah. not in Tucson. I, when I was a very successful failed actor, uh, <laughs> that was that was the goal was to get industrial films because yeah, they, they were, those are steady gigs and and they pay really well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I wasn't sure on on your ends. Do you do a lot of industrial work? I have never done industrial work. I've always done. St- Big studio films. She's the big studio gal, and I'm kind of the indie. I'll do like, you <laughs> Let's know. Let's put on a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I've done a lot of industrials, commercials, web series. Like, I'm that. I've, because I like to be busy. So. <laughs> and uh, we got to let everyone know what you've been working on, too. I, I mean, Secondhand Lions has been a favorite for people here. Yeah. In, yeah in that surprised Valley. me. I thought nobody knew about it. <laughs> A long and, time ago. and this is for Jessica, but she's been on Bunk from Disney Channel. Jesse, oh yeah, um, I heard the kids went nuts for that. Yeah, I think they they grew up on it on yeah. Bunk. Yeah, yeah. So I Oz apologize to all the parents. Um, <laughs> Princess Diaries, Princess Diaries is the other one, one they and liked. two. Yeah, she works with Julie kind of Andrews. Fun. So yes, and then Lynette's been on. Some of the some grittier stuff than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I'm the, that's what I was saying. I'm more the indie person. So the the bigger show recently I worked on was Poker Face. That's with Natasha Leone on Peacock TV, and um, I worked on the HBO show that shot in Tucson. J.J. Abrams called Duster, and that um, hasn't released yet, has it? No, no. It, it's yeah. it moved to New Mexico because okay. we didn't have the film incentive, and so. It all. It's. I. I just heard that they're starting up. They're. You know, working on it again. Lots of lens lens flare. Uh, <laughs> it's J.J. Abrams. Yes. That's that's the rule. Um, that brings up a question I have. Uh, we know uh, Georgia went heavy into film. Mm-hmm. They've they've done they've managed to attract a number of productions. Disney, Marvel, um, New Mexico went hard into film, and and. It's paid off for both of them. Did those communities have to invest heavily first before the films, or was it just tax incentives that well, got them in those areas? Well, it's funny. I mean, I can only tell you my personal. I'm not right, a right. politician, so I don't know all of it. But I know that I was in Phoenix at the time that the film incentive began in New Mexico, and no one in Arizona wanted it. And so we kind of took the wrong turn. And basically it was the film incentive that got it. They, that just motivated people to come. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, as they got there, then the studios then said, oh, wow, it is cheaper. Oh, we can do this. So then they started helping building infrastructures. 
but I think that's how it went, but I could be wrong. No, because when I, I did something there in 2008, and they really didn't have the the crew base yet. So it is slowly built up as from when they began. All right. So we really need to up our incentive game is, is what I'm hearing. You know how we didn't work on parks locally until Thatcher got a big complex and then Safford decided to. <laughs> and, and now, now we have to. like two going. So yeah. when New Mexico got all incentives, we saw all those trucks rolling through on I-10 and thought, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we need that too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it would have been, it would have been would have been nice back then, but it's still a possibility. I mean, back in I'm trying to think when in the early 90s there were so many people that would send me up on commercials to Toronto. And so all those people that were my assistants are like incredible art directors and production <laughs> designers now in Canada. So then all the Canadian all these, you know, yeah, Stephen Botcher, you know, all those big shows went up there. So yeah, TV is. It seems like it's almost exclusively Toronto or Vancouver. Yeah, it was for a while, but now it's kind of it's it's kind has of it, everywhere. Like New York has an incredible incentive, yes. and <clears throat> Massachusetts has a phenomenal. Like, and Oklahoma now has one, and ours is similar to Oklahoma, is what I was told. But gosh, don't quote me on these things. I mean, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't read it, the rules yet, but I was told that it was very similar. To Oklahoma. So you're a production designer on Duster? I was an art director. Art director yeah. on, on Duster. Yeah, I was one of the art directors. One of, because big. Yeah, bigger, that was a more big. visual. That was a, yeah, it was, it's not, um, from what I understand, it's not going to look like what we did now. So I don't because even know. Because it moved to New Mexico. So. It moved to New Mexico, and I believe the productions just Are they budget, redoing the pilot you did then? I think so. Oh, sure. I think, I think so. there was some recasting too. Yeah, and they recast so they, it. I think it's a different. Gap. Yeah. It was too, t- yeah, the time frame changed. And I think, I mean, I'm just, I'm just talking. I don't know the details. <laughs> I'm just guessing. But she's described production design to the students and to me, because I'm new to this whole thing, um, as everything you see on camera, except for the costumes, mm-hmm. but the watches they wear, the props they use, the backgrounds, um, the furniture. Yeah, yeah. Anything furniture. visual that the actor moves through. Like, you know, if the actor's in this room and they need to sit at a booth and they need a microphone and and then Jessica would come in and come up with what they should be wearing. And do you, continu- do you, you do continuity? Is that oh, a whole yes. other person? Oh, yeah. No. Or is it costuming? It's, yeah, we each have There's, to we keep, have, keep track of ours. So my set costumer keeps track of the continuity. And my on-set dresser does. And then there's a script continuity. So there's like three people always, that's what they're doing in t- different departments. And then there's the rest of the crew when you're shooting that are staring at every detail, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Because you, like you said last night, there's those people who get on IMDb and go to the bloopers and say, yeah. I saw the cigarette move out of the ashtray. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and that's where you have to yeah. go in and the script supervisor helps keep track of the continuity. And yeah. so you'll go running up to them and say, did, did they actually, is that shot in the can? Do they, are they going to use it? Because like it, food scenes yeah. are nightmares. If you see a problem, nightmares. you're like, oh, please tell them not to use that shot because <laughs> it didn't work. Yeah. Why? All right. Why is a food scene a nightmare? I know why it is for actors. Well, I mean, if it's a big food scene and they're really needing to eat, 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 and like you need to see consumption happen, if it's cut and edited in such a way that you know you just see their a, a mouth, a sandwich coming up to you know to you, then it's different. But then it then the it's just because people now can rewind and look at everything. So before you just 
accept it and that was that but now you can go like wait the cake got big and small like it was, <laughs> you know how is that birthday party scene what happened like that so all right i i was watching a piece from a sound engineer and he was talking about the challenges of filming and it, it brought up production design um because he, he they were doing a party scene and they were getting sound that they could not figure out Turned out it was the ice oh. in in oh, all, everybody's in glasses. glasses. So even though the background is not making a sound, yes, because they yes. don't, they look like they are, but they don't. All that sound is dubbed in afterwards. <laughs> yeah, peas and um, carrots, peas and carrots. Yeah, but apparently the ice in the glasses. So apparently production. Oh, it's had a, to had to come up with something. Yeah, I mean, for me, when we were talking about scouting locations, so Carlos would be who works with us. So he would look for this location. Say it was this radio station, and I'm in here now, and if I hear a, if I pay attention to more than just the visuals, as he does, because sometimes you're like oh, wait, there's an airport really close to here. So we probably don't want to film there because we don't know the air patterns and we can't shut down production. You know, Or there's every, a loud guy on the station next to us. Or there's guy right there. Yeah, yeah. Country guys. Man, they're just they're so loud. He owns the station. So this is the only time I get to badmouth him because he can't hear me. He's on the air too. Bracelets. Yeah. That's what I get in trouble for, bracelets. Oh, the sound. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll be, yes. This, that this little is, sound will just move. And, and we're always like trying yeah. to pad them up and uh, yeah, so tape then, them together. Yes, all sorts of things. But it still has to look natural on camera. Exactly. Yeah. And it was fun yesterday. We got to see a rehearsal for the Black Box play coming up by the repertory company. And um, their director, that's a student at EAC, you know, the suitcase needs to be here. The folder needs to be there. They're kind of practicing those movements because... It's part of the plot that the envelope is left or the the suitcase needs. And there was a whole cart of suitcases that they're going to have to figure that out. But um, you're, you're I don't want to think about the cart right now. It's, uh, we just built it the other day. Um, but yeah, it's it's a show very much based on timing. So everything needs to move quick but concise. You can't mess something up or you're going to have to rethink of how to fix it. And that's your job as an actor is to improv and to fix things. But this is heavily on... Things need to be in the perfect spot at the perfect yeah. time, or we have to rework it to get it back to that spot. Yeah, that's a trick. It's and continuity. One, one nice thing about film is they can shoot it and shoot it and shoot it, right? Yes. <laughs> I'll say this. Audiences don't know what they what's supposed to happen. Just FYI. Yeah. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah audiences... <laughs> They, uh, you can get away with anything. I came from an improv background, that's, <laughs> so we would just make it up. But, yeah, they don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, even in the show last night, I made a few mistakes, but no one picks up on it if you just go along. And that's what you're trained to do. I've done improv for four years, so I've, I've got my fair share on how to fix a scene when it falls apart. But we just love when it comes together the way that it's supposed to. And the director doesn't yell at us when we mess up. <laughs> we feel the same way. Yes. We're exactly, they walk on that set and they're like, oh, it's exactly what I wanted. And then, you know, that's what we want to feel. We want them to feel that. And the same with the costume design. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, she looks perfect. Now, I, I do have a question on that. Because obviously you're doing, you're doing uh, there's, there's drawings, there are uh, costume tests, etc. So it's not like... The director and the production team, the act, the team that's actually going to film, isn't aware of what's coming. But that doesn't mean in the moment 
it's exactly what they were thinking. Because there's no way you can know what they have in their head, what the cinematographer is thinking of, what the what the lighting director is thinking of. How do you how do you balance that as you're moving forward? Because I'm I'm assuming it's improv. Yes, and not. I mean, it all depends on the production. So and the director and how they. It, how they control that. It's their it's their project, and we're there to make it shine and to do our parts to really, you know, make it a, bring a cohe- what they want. Bring their, what life. they want, and then we use you know our talents to sort of either show them new things or new ways to look at things, or to just add to what their dream is, you know, and really make it look better. But it is a lot. I mean, in my end of, um, for production design and art direction, it's a, it's hours of conversations beforehand. I mean, hopefully not always like on little tiny movies mm-hmm. that they don't know what they're going to get. And they just, they just know that I'm going to make it happen for them. So they don't have time. There's no money. So if they say this is the set and I say, we're going to have flower wallpaper and it's going to be hints of blue and red there. That's all they need to know. Like, I mean, sometimes I get to show them swatches and we get to talk to costume, but it's pretty rare. But on a on a bigger picture, the director knows what they're going to walk into. They're you said sometimes with costume and set design, an actor will walk out and there's a rose blouse on a rose well, <laughs> wallpaper. And then you're like, oh, shoot, we both picked the same thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because when we, I do TV, you shoot one episode a week. So you are cranking through it. It's, you know, Monday through Friday, you're finishing a show. And so there's not time to always run over and find out what everything is. And you don't get to do tests very often. Yeah, it's really You do your weird. best. But, yeah, you get in there and sometimes they're like, oh, that's not what we were thinking. Can you do this? But usually you get to show photos ahead of time to your showrunners and your directors. How far in advance do you get the script to start work on? For on something TV? like a sitcom? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, it varies. Sometimes I have, I have a, a rough draft three weeks ahead. Oh, okay. Sometimes, and then sometimes you get it like Friday, and you have your production meeting on Monday. I, it's funny. My wife was watching the Gilded Age yesterday, new oh, show, lovely, yeah. and I'm sitting there looking at the costumes, and I'm going, "Oh my God!" First of all, as an actor, I would want nothing to do with any of them. <gasps> they look so tight and constricting, and they just feel uncomfortable. They help you find your character. No, they make me hurt. Um, <laughs> but um, tight is the Victorian morals yeah, around yeah. them. <laughs> but I'm also thinking of the costume design and and how far in advance you had to have been. That that team had to have been. Yeah. So it's one thing for How I Met Your Mother. Yes, you can crank through those, but the right. period ones you have to have yeah. a lot. And Game you can't, of Thrones, etc. Those are is, months and months. Yeah, in made advance. to order. Yeah. You're doing a lot of made to order because you can't find those garments and you need them in a certain size and a certain color. And so it's a lot of searching and going to Europe to look through their rental houses and going through everything. How much of a problem is casting changes? especially last minute casting changes because we do hear of that oh yeah um again it depends on the show if it's a modern show you know if i get a casting change as long as the store is still open i can run and go try to fix it but (laughs) if it's some 1760s period thing i'm like oh you just you just make it work and then are there rewrites that happen that are like are there some productions where they're just constantly rewriting the sitcom every day you had a new script so you, you had a production meeting Monday, and you got a new script Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you start shooting on Thursday, and that's when you finally stop getting scripts. And so every day, something you had worked on got cut, 
and then they added it. You're like, oh, yeah, we want a lobster. Oh, no, now we want a shrimp. You're like, uh, okay. So We have to do it the BBC way and just have six episodes written before they start, and that's when we go, this writer's room stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I'm pontificating. I want to get in a writer's room so badly. Uh, 428-9494 is the phone number. Going to take a quick break when we come back. More with Jessica, Lynette, Brandon, and Vance right after this. Welcome back to Voice of the Valley in the Horn Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. I'm Dave Bell. I'm here with Vance Bryce from the Chamber, Jessica Peel, Scott Lynette Shore, and Brandon Erickson. Moen Brandon is, of course, appearing in an experiment with an air pump. It's happening at EA tonight and tomorrow. If you're going to go, you better get those tickets because my understanding is filling up very quickly. And, and he told me that there's a couple of special groups that are coming over the next two days, so... Yeah, so the first night we only had like 62 people, but the buzz is going around fast. We had, I think, 120-something people last night, and I'm pretty sure with it being a Friday night and the next night being a Saturday night, it's only going to get bigger. And we did cut the seats down by about 300 to make it more intimate with everybody. Um, So we're super excited for the rest of it. We do have a bunch of high schools coming tonight, and then we're going to do like a little talk back after. They're going to ask us questions, and we answer them, which I'm super excited for. And then tomorrow, we have KCACTF respondents coming to basically judge the show and say if we're allowed to take it to California or not to perform in front of more people, which would be the dream. Very good. So get your tickets now, EAC. Dot edu five bucks come on yeah five bucks and it's an amazing script i just can't believe as someone who can't remember where he's parked in the walmart parking lot <laughs> um how lot, lots of huge words and paragraphs <laughs> at a time like it's a it's a it's a good script very good uh jessica and lynette are here to promote the idea of work in the industry work in the film and tv industry that there are opportunities we were talking during the break tons of opportunities things you wouldn't think of correct yeah yeah there well we're here and hoping to do in the future is to have a workshop um over a weekend and introduce and kind of spark interest for students um and the community in our in the film industry so there's lots of different jobs that are in the film on a film project like i'm a production designer an art director and there's hundreds of jobs in my department, as well as Jessica's in costume design. But then there's businesses here in town that, you know, Jessica absolutely needs a dry cleaning company to do, to make sure the costumes are clean for the next day. And I'm always looking for sign shops and graphic design people and welders, bricklayers, tile, like all those, um, all of those trades are really helpful in case I don't have somebody. And if it's a non-union project, then I can hire anyone I want. And frankly, our people here do all that stuff. We have a lot of do-it-yourself folks here who decorate their own houses. Well, it's my wife's complaint. Houses. She'll she'll do a piece of furniture, and instead of people taking her courses to learn how to do it, they look at it and go, yeah, I could do that. 
<laughs> and they can because, like Van says, we're a do-it-yourself community. Right. It isn't so. accepted in their own town. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but that's great for a production if they come into your community oh, because yeah. there are opportunities. And carpenters, I'm all about carpenters in my department. So anybody that. Um, has any carpentry skills if a production should come in the area or you want to venture to Tucson where there might be something there or Bisbee um, just letting people know you're there and getting yourself um, listed in the film Tucson I think has a directory and maybe you guys will start one so that's all those things are really helpful for future filmmakers to know about when they come here so we are going to work with film Tucson and be on their directory so all of southern Arizona will be if you're doing something in Southern Arizona, you can look at this directory and find all these talented people. We're listing first City of Safford locations because they really want that. And then actually David Bell's working on film permitting because um, we don't have any film permits at the City of Safford. Right. So we're going to figure out how to get that done. And in a way, that's really friendly, I hope. I, that's my goal. I hate it when I hear about uh, difficulties with productions getting permits. Because it's just a it's a stumbling block that doesn't need to be there. It's a speed bump that's not necessary. Right, right. Um, let's get the productions in and work with the community and do it right. You know. And Danny Smith is working on well, with a bunch of other people to get some hotels in so we can actually house a project if they came. So we're we're trying to chop up the hard ground and it's a beginning. Start cultivating yes. something. It's just just in its very baby steps. So to uh, for your, I hate to do it because we have to cut out, but uh, for your uh, your your course, your workshop. workshop. Thank you. Couldn't think of the word. It'll come through the Southeastern Arizona yes. uh, yeah. Tourism Film yes. Sports Authority. I know that's not the name. I get it all backwards. <laughs> um, Jessica Peel Scott, Lynette Shore, and Brandon Erickson Moen, thank you all so much for being thank here. You so I, much. It goes so fast. Vance, thank you, sir. And thank you all for listening as well. I appreciate it every single day. I am out of here for right now, but I'll be back on Monday. Until then, you guys have a great weekend. <laughs>